0: When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? This podcast is sponsored by TourTips.com, the online golf betting resource. TourTips subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. Their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit Tour-Tips.com, the online golf betting resource.
1: Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tindall and James Butler.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's the Golf Betting Podcast. I'm sorry, we're late. We're a day late because myself and Dave Tindall were a little bit busy yesterday um, in various matters. So we've uh, come back after round one of Mm -hmm. the Olympics golf um, to basically do a podcast as if the first round didn't exist, but it did exist. And we're kind of trying to pretend this is our weekly podcast. But anyway, we're here for the Olympics gold medal contest on the golf course and after round one, Sepp Strachet leading the way on uh, eight under par. Dave Tyndall, how are you?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm uh, very much uh, into Olympics mode, as you are, I believe. Well, yeah, it... we, we were busy, but there was there was also a method in the madness because we didn't really know what the course was going to be like. We didn't really know how players
0: would take to it. So doing it after round one sort of makes sense as well. I was saying to you before we press record today, I love my golf, as you know. But I kind of the Olympics leaves me cold a little bit on the golf course because I always think of the Olympics as being the amateurs, the the shooters, the rowers, the gymnasts, all the, all the rest of it, who are not necessarily pro athletes who are giving it their best shot. Yes, I know there's the hundred meter runners and stuff that earn millions as they go around the circuit. So there are, there is a weakness to my argument. But Rory McIlroy is not short of a few quid. It doesn't seem to me to be an Olympic sport. I don't know how, how your take on it is.
1: No, well, it's, it's not. Uh, not 1904 anymore is it so it's a bit churlish to think these are good old jolly amateurs who
0: you're calling me archaic are you <laughs> yes basically yeah uh, i don't know if you've watched any of the uh, documentaries
1: on on the iplayer about britain turning itself into a kind of a olympic afterthought winning one medal one gold in 96 to to uh the huge success we have now so obviously that's come with lots of lottery funding, lots of professional attitudes. So I don't think golf is too out of whack with with all that, to be honest. What What I quite like about golf is you, I don't want to sort of sound down Adam Peaty because he was brilliant and that was fantastic, but you kind of knew Adam Peaty was going to win that 100-meter yeah. breaststroke, didn't you? Because he's, he's not been beaten for seven years and he holds, what, some of that, the 10, 10 best times ever recorded. Whereas in the golf, you genuinely don't know who's going to win this week. You can't be backing some ludicrous outsider in the swimming to win. It just won't happen. Whereas I quite like the the golf. It's just four rounds over a
0: new course that no one knows. So it has a nice air of unpredictability about it. Okay. I mean, I I don't know what price Eric the Eel started off in the swimming pool, but I would probably guess nobody took uh, the bookies up on backing Eric the Eel. Forget my misgivings, because this is a betting podcast anyway. And while there's prices there, and while there is a theory and method in your madness, mm-hmm. we might as well have a look at the other uh, prices. Um, I'll just go through the top end of the leaderboard, um, all the way through to the top six or, or whatever. Sepp Stricker is is uh, leading the way at 800, as I say. Jazz, going to take a run-up for this one, as if I'm doing the floor exercises in the uh, gymnastics. Janetta, Janettawanandund. I've heard commentators try his name, and they always just call him Jazz. Yeah, he he likes to be known just as Jazz, so you're perfectly within your rights to just call him Jazz. Well, Jazz, I apologise. Seven under. Thomas Peters, he's there at six under. You've got Carlos Ortiz in there at sixes as well. Joachim Hansen is there at five under. And then you've got uh, Johnny Vegas in there at five under as well and um, Juvik Pagansson is there at fives as well top end um, of the uh, top end of the market dave before i, I let you speak again uh, sander shafley um, is as good as 11 to 1 you You've got colin Morikawa, my mate open champion 12 to 1. You've got Paul Casey in there at 12s as well. Victor Hovland is in there at 12s. And Carlos Ortiz is in there at 14s. The rest are obviously bigger. There is a gaggle. It's quite an interesting leaderboard this day because they, the big names aren't really sort, sort of at the top end of the leaderboard after round one. You go down to sort of like three under, two under. And then you start to get the names of Morikawa, Matsuyama, who there's a lot of pressure on in this week, isn't there? They're kind of waiting in the wings. Rory McElroy there at two under as well.
1: Yeah, um, I was just going to jump in about 10 minutes ago um, and say, let's say well done on Johnny Vegas for last week. Indeed. Um, Because he landed two of our bets, didn't
0: didn't he? You are quite right, because I should have started with that today, um, because you've been very successful this year, and last week was no exception.
1: Well, yeah, Johnny Vegas, um, we put him up as, we had three bets, didn't we, these post-major specialists. Um, Johnny Vegas was joint leader after round one at something like sixty six to one. I Saw a few bet slips saying, "Oh, cheers, thanks for that." Uh, I was on. Well done to you guys. Um, and he got what was it? Third place in the end, so he got a full place as well at the finish. So um, yeah, he done well, Johnny Vegas. And, and um, Ch- Ches Reedy was not far away, was he either? Yeah, it looked like he was going to challenge heavily for for. Uh, the win but I just fell back on the last day but a good profitable event uh, for us Um, and Vegas obviously as you say back in action this week doing well again 66 there's a, there's a bit of a problem for betters this week in that you don't really know who
0: did what well because there's no stats available. But obviously, we know the names of the, the guys that are there uh, and we know what they're capable of. I, I mean, I must admit, after watching the Open Championship, Colin Morikawa was making a big thing. He might bring a week off. And then it's the it's the Olympics and glint in his eye for that as well. He's A few people are up for it, aren't they?
1: Yeah, well, that, that that's kind of the key to this. Uh, Colin Morikawa, by the way, is half Japanese. So um, he's got incentive to do well um but even now i've not found the stats i don't know you you probably didn't watch i mean i mean you're like me it sounds you've been watching loads of stuff i tried to stay and watch some of the golf last night but then the bbc went to the badminton it was all well and good but i was wanting to watch the golf
0: um you can watch it on discovery plus as well by the way i myself watching clay pigeon shooting this morning yeah that guy our guy got third yeah he? It's amazing. It's amazing what you watch when there's an Olympic gold medal on it, and there's a Brit involved, or whichever country you're listening in, whether one one of your nations there, and they're, they're kind of trying their hardest, and they're they're on the verge of a medal, even if it's bronze. It's something special, isn't there, about the Olympics? Oh
1: uh, yeah, it always used to be Malcolm Cooper, didn't it, getting shooting bronze yeah. uh, gold uh, on like day two of the Olympics? But anyway, um, enough of
0: our Olympic nostalgia. Can't we made this an Olympics podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, where's
1: Where's he this year?
0: Oh. Mo Farah Mo Farah sat at home uh, with his legs crossed where where are we going in the the painting with this where are we going where are you going to take me yeah so
1: um, there's no stats so um, but what I have found is um, a page
0: full of quotes from about basically about half the field I'm, I'm desperate to sing something today the heat is on the time is right. But anyway, carry on. Yeah,
1: uh, going for cold. Uh, there's no Kellys in the field, unfortunately. <laughs> no Henry Kellys. Um, yeah, so the quotes from about 30 players have waded through those. Some of them probably you know, aren't going to win, so maybe not done absolutely everyone who's down the bottom. But there seems to be a bit of a split in who is totally thrilled by the experience and others who are, seem a little bit flat. So, for example, uh, Victor Hovland and Rory McIlroy. Rory shot two under, Hovland shot four under. So they did quite well, but they kept saying stuff like, well, it just felt normal. And, oh, you sort of want more than that. If you've been aware of the, the build-up, you've seen Tommy Fleetwood and Paul Casey just absolutely thrilled to be there, hanging around with all these other Olympians. And I don't know if you remember four years ago in Rio when it was golf's first reappearance in the Olympics for whatever, 100 years or whatever. Um, and Justin Rose was kind of the giddy little kid getting to sort of yeah. play out his Olympic dream that he never thought it would happen. He kind of rode that all the way to to win it. So I think a really positive attitude towards the Olympics is going to take you a long way. So even someone like Morikawa sounded a little bit down. I think in his case, because it's not the Open. He's just had that thrill of the Open. There's no fans here as such. There's a few photographers and stuff. But Morikawa, I think he's feeling maybe a little f- bit flat by it. From all the ones that I've, I've picked out, there's a, there's, a, there's two that I thought, they just sound thrilled, absolutely thrilled by everything. Forget there's no fans. They're just loving it. Paul Casey is one of those. Shot four under in round one. Um, just said it, everything was was great. Uh, we'd loved the... Being an Olympian, and he's definitely got that Justin Rose vibe about him. So even though he's joint favourite at 12 to 1, I, I think his position, plus his very positive attitude, um, is going <laughs> to make him a bet. 12 to 1, uh,
0: fifth five places. Also been in very good form, hasn't he, of late?
1: Yes. Yeah, he's, he's played really well. It's almost like he deserves it as well. He's played well in lots of big events all Casey, and he just sounds... Thrilled by, you know, obviously Justin Rose maybe helped spread that idea and having seen their fellow Englishman and their fellow GB teammate win it, I think it's almost an extra buzz for Casey and Fleetwood who's a bit further back to try and keep gold in GB hands. And Casey, as I say, he's got the perfect attitude. He's playing well, as you've said. Shot a nice first round four under. Going to play him at twelve to one each way. I think it, you know, it's worth it, it's worth just following that. The other one who sounded really positive and um, was Christian was the South African. You like maybe, it uh, don't you? You like it Yeah, mentioned him quite a few times on this. It again, he he didn't. They, they seem to put the same question to them. Or oh, what was what was it like? And a lot of them, well, it just felt like normal. But he just. Felt all the extra stuff around it about how proud he was and everything. Now, he is only one shot further back. He's on a three under after round one, which is decent enough. That puts him in tied 12th, Christian Buzidenhout, and he's 33 to 1. He said every, he particularly liked how immaculate it was. Uh, the Greens were superb. He was just raving about everything the course, the experience. Uh, so, two very good players there, Casey and uh, to have batting for us after. After round one, I think, uh, is, is the
0: way to go. I like your process there of going with the excitement factor. I'd, I'd like yeah. to think if I was in the Olympics, I would be in the Olympic village looking around at uh, who else was walking around there, trying to take in a few of the other events. I know it's not quite the same this time around because of COVID, but you'd want to have that buzz, wouldn't you? The Olympic buzz.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. If, if you've not got it, you're thinking... I don't know. What, what's the matter with you, really? I don't. I know it's a bit of a tricky one this year with all the COVID stuff, but someone like brazilian who is just... Well, he says, I think most of us just treat it as a fifth major, basically. Well, I don't think most of them do, but he obviously does. He says everyone wants to win a medal, just like the majors. Everyone wants to win the, win the trophy. It's the same vibe and everything. Everything's so competitive and everything, which is a good thing. So, yeah, loving it. But you just don't get that sense of childlike kind of glee with some of the others they sound a bit, sound a, a bit sort of worn but it. it's just another event well no let's let's ride the excitement
0: we're, we're loving it James the Olympics and anyone else who is deserves our cash exactly and the Olympics should never be seen as just another event because they're going for gold always believe in your soul Dave Tindall always <laughs> um, so we're going to go with Paul Casey 12 to 1 each way Christian Buzwiedenhoot he's 33 to 1 each way
1: but very quickly the I think everyone's most of the bookies are are doing a fifth five places. There might be one or two that are quarter the top four. So just be a little bit
0: careful when you've got your bets on. Um, My advice is to go with the five places. Dave Tindall, enjoy the Olympics, enjoy the rest of the golf, and I'll see you again next week. Yeah, thanks, James. Yeah, enjoy it. Indeed, enjoy it. Again, gamble responsibly, of course. Enjoy the Olympics. We'll see you again next time. Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites
1: podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can